I went without a bed for a whole year just to have more space to film in my room. So I slept on the floor for a year. So like, just like the setting was like, I was so insecure about it. So that was like another thing I had to get over, but it did push me to say, okay, like maybe I'm not so visually appealing, but the content is, is full and enriched in information. Get up, eat, film, sleep, get up, eat, film, sleep. Like, and Mm -hmm. that's like, and so we pop out like, like, oh my God, like, I don't know how many videos we do, depending if we have like events, but um, even with collabs, I'd be like, we're using this sound, we're going to be using this caption, you're going to do this and this and this. And like, mm-hmm. and they'll tell you like, yeah, Paloma's very like, yeah. <laughs> you know, with my, with my little list. She's not messing um, around. Yeah, I'm not messing around no more. And so like, I think like once you start taking it seriously, or if you do want to do this seriously, like have a system, like consistency is important. Yes. But having the system of consistent or to be consistent is like yeah. uber important as well e i charged them a total of 80 dollars. what a mistake because mm. like i knew they were big but i didn't value myself at that time to charge more now if ways comes back and asks me i'd be like yeah that's gonna be 5k like i said i will refilm a 15 second video 20 times if i don't like my face in it or if i don't like how a certain part of the dress looks and even like my physical body like at that time like i was not like I wasn't obese, but I just didn't feel confident in myself to, mm. to post that. Yeah. And that was like another thing. Cause you know, and people notice like, um, like just like the small things and they will pick at it. So you have to be mentally prepared and emotionally secure about yourself and, and yeah. um, to, to put yourself out there. Cause like, like you said, like not a lot of people have like the guts to do that. And my respects to anybody who does. Bienvenidos to Melo Meresco. I'm your host, Andrea Teeda. In this show, we learn from amazing individuals who are at different stages of their journey. These are individuals with different careers who took the leap, are breaking generational patterns, and are creating their own reality. Therefore, with any goals we have, these conversations remind us that Melo Meresco, no other explanation needed. Welcome everybody to another episode of Mano Maresco. We have another awesome guest today. We have Paloma. She is a content creator and a podcaster, which I'm super excited about that. We have another podcast fellow in here. So Paloma, thank you so much for being here. Um, how are you? I'm good. It's good to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, it's an honor. Like I, I told you a bit before, um, we started that I've been learning how to dance. So your videos have really helped helped so much so not could show some moves in, in the family uh, party so thank you for that and Yay, um i'm glad i always worry like i always worry the tutorials like i'm like does this is this making sense to everybody or is this just making sense to my head <laughs> no it definitely makes sense so oof, okay let's start from somewhere in the beginning like how did you get started in content creation your um dancing tutorials and then like any other stuff that you do, like what were those experiences, moments um, that helped you get where you are now? Starting a podcast, all of that. Yeah, yeah. So um, weirdly enough, I was like a, I didn't really start making content till after high school. Mm-hmm. After high school, I was very much, uh, or during high school, like I was very shy. I didn't even like dancing um, to be very transparent with you. Like I had no quinceañera, like I didn't have any of that. So, um, but I think my mom eventually was like, no, you're my only daughter. You will learn how to dance. And like, she was like, you're going to learn one way or another. Um, So that's where like the dancing part came from. But as far as social media, um, I was always like, 
I even though I didn't like being in front of the camera at the time in high school, I always was very interested in like the analytics of marketing mm. at that time, if that makes sense. So like even like when I would post um, like things on my personal page or whatever at that time, I'd be like, OK, why did this photo do better than this one? What was so um, like, why would someone like this photo more than more than the other? And I would start getting <clears throat> into that um and and seeing all that right so okay. um so that was kind of like where like it kind of started as far as social media and um you can hear me all right right yeah okay. it just froze a bit but then like it's like a one second thing yeah. okay cool yeah. and um and so i actually started also um, kind of like once the, the dancing started coming like naturally, I got into directing music videos and dance videos. Ooh, so, okay. uh, so I did that for maybe about a year and I actually choreographed um, a lot of them as well. I took part in that. If it wasn't just, sometimes it wasn't just me, but I had someone else, but for the most part it was a lot. So I really like to do choreo as well. Um, and so during that time, like after like, a year or so of doing that I was like you know what I can dance too and like you know I maybe I should be in front of the camera and so that was like where the interest kind of started and then yeah. as far as like social media and me becoming like an actual content creator um that journey started over on TikTok when um I really hit it hard when I was let go of my job in 2020 and I really had nothing else to do. I was posting like seven videos a day. And that was, okay. uh, yeah, that was like when COVID was at its peak, like in March or in April yeah, or, whatever, or whenever it was. Um, so, yeah, that's how I kind of got into it. And, and then it kind of just like started building and building and building mm -hmm. from there. And, you know, here we are now. Oh, damn. So it's been almost what uh, three years creating yeah. content. Oh, wow. That's yeah. crazy. It's about to be. Yeah, it's about to be four. Yeah, well, next year. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. That's crazy. You say you mentioned directing videos. Like, how did you get in, into that? Like, what specifically? Where was your like job? Like, what do you have to do the test? So it was honestly, it was more of like a hobby. It, I never got paid for it. It was okay, just okay. like, pero like that's how I met a lot of people through like the dancing scene here in in mm. Dallas at that time. Like. Um, I don't know, like if where you're from, like there was a time where like there was a lot of like dance competitions here in Los Vales with like different mm. groups and there was like rivals and there was like, mm. you know, and so um, and like I always did have a like, um, how, how would I say that? Like I always liked like the idea of creating videos and content. Mm. Um, it just like, like I said, like because I was more so shy at that time i didn't i didn't want to put myself in front of the camera yeah okay it was just it, yeah it wasn't a job like it was just like a hobby like, like an internship like, type thing you. yeah okay, yeah, okay. okay. oh okay but um, imagine you learned so much from that and then like creating your own stuff i did yeah um i so i was an art student so i never like touched a camera or had anything <laughs> to do with like phone or photo like i yeah. took one photography class and it was like and i was like at that time I was like, I didn't want to be in the photography class. But mm -hmm. then I had a, a friend of mine that convinced me, they were like, no, you should stay, you know, you might learn a couple of things. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, I did learn a lot. There is like, you know, the different angles that you can get in a video, um, you know, 
uh, the like lighting has to do a lot with it, coloring, mm -hmm. um, if there's motion in the video, you know, if you do want to slow that down, do you want to make it quicker? Like everything mm -hmm. that has to do with like the tone and mood of the video, like I learned in that year, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's like some very attention to detail, you could say too, with all these yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then there was like the difference between like, you know, filming just one dancer versus like a group of dancers and mm -hmm. and how does choreo look good with one dancer versus how does it look with like seven people or, or four mm -hmm. people or, you know, yeah. you learn that things look better in odd numbers in this case and, and stuff like oh. that. So it was yeah. a lot, like you said, a lot of attention to detail, but honestly, it was, it was good that I went through because it felt like the base of like, mm, this is what makes a good video. Yeah, it's like, and it also helps with like the videos and the content that you're making, <clears throat> that you're exactly. making now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. How, you mentioned you were shy in the beginning, and then how is that, like, what, kind of like that transformation of like, okay, start getting that confidence for yourself and like, okay, I'm going to start creating videos for myself and like putting, putting myself out there pretty much. How, how yeah. was that process? So I, I do have to give a lot of credit to, um, to my boyfriend in high school. Cause he was like the exact opposite of mm, shy. He was the okay. extroverted one. And so he kind of like pushed me to do a lot of things that mm -hmm. at the time I was like, no, like this is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, oh, I was like I didn't like like being the center of attention and all mm. that so he he was part of it and then I also read a lot of like um like personal growth books essentially oh, okay. uh like how to like properly shake a hand like how to introduce mm. yourself to others like how to to um you know talk in a business setting versus like a like a networking thing mm. and and um so that was another part of it and then once I started going out to like violence and stuff like that that really helped me to like transform it or get rid of like the shyness part of it and mm -hmm. um and little by little like i guess my my self-esteem and confidence would would just grow naturally yeah um but it did take a while i'm not gonna lie like even nowadays like people would be like come on like let's go on stage and i'd be like mm. <laughs> really <laughs> like, oh. i'm okay <laughs> yeah i still i still am but like obviously like you know because i'm i'm in folklorico too so like you know when they teach us when you're on stage you have to become someone else you have to become that stage presence um mm. and like aguantas is what we say you know so if, like if you're shy it's like brush it off you know because uh, you're you gotta be, a lot of eyes you gotta be in the moment type of thing oh that's great okay mm -hmm. yeah type of thing okay 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 that's something i want to talk about but but not yet not yet not yet um so you were sorry okay. what were some <laughs> what were some of the obstacles that besides i mean not besides but it was your um sorry one of your it was shyness like gaining confidence with that but what were some other stuff that you went through um either personal or like even like 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 you say physical um, obstacles that kind of like um in a way also like shape who you are now and like helped you start creating this content does that mean yeah for sure um there was definitely a lot yeah 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 it does um there was definitely a lot um one of the main ones that comes to mind because of at that time like in 2020, there was a lot of influencers, but not a lot of like content creators that were doing like my type of content, if that makes sense. Mm, okay. And at that time, it was like, you know, um, it, it it honestly like felt kind of lonely because I had no, no one else that I knew personally was doing it. And it was mm. just me, myself and I. And so I.
I couldn't ask like a friend and say, Hey, like what camera do you use? Or, Hey, like what ring light do you use? Or how do you edit your videos? So a lot of that was, that was hard. Um, and so at that time, like YouTube was my best friend and, and still is to this day with a lot of things. Um, but that was one of the obstacles now, now it's not, you know, because through social media, I've made like so many connections in a lot of places and friends. And yeah. now I can just, you know, shoot someone a text and say, Hey, like what camera are you using for this? Or like, what camera, what, what mic do you recommend for, for like yeah. outdoor videos and stuff like that? That was definitely one of them. Another one was just like my, um, uh, the, the overall visual appeal of my room. Like, mm. like if you go down all the way to like my videos, like um my room was not did not fit that like aesthetic um aesthetically pleasing vibe that I I saw mm. at that time and that I saw even mm. today so I was kind of like insecure about like my room and and because I didn't have like like I didn't get like a collective like bedroom furniture like all one like yeah. matching set yeah. until like this year you know oh, like wow. <laughs> and so that was like yeah and so when I started I was like like my like the, my furniture my furniture doesn't even go because at that time I was like I don't really care like a bed is a bed you know yeah and then um a story that like I always tell like I went when I was like hardcore filming in 2020 like um I can't remember if it was 2020 or 2021 I went without a bed for a whole year just to have more space to film in my room sure. so I slept on the floor for a year so like just like the setting was like I was so insecure about it so that was like another thing I had to get over but it did push me to say okay like maybe I'm not so visually appealing but the content is is full and enriched in information like mm, such as the tutorials like the so yeah, so, like, if you go all the way back, like, it's one of them that comes to mind, like, there's, like, this, like, random McDonald's bag in my room, and I'm like, oh, my God, why did I leave that? And I didn't notice until I posted the video, and oh I was like, God. well, that's embarrassing. <laughs> so, it was, like, those are, like, the, the like, the main things that, you know, apart from, like, being shy, but the, the loneliness one really sticks out, so... But I think, like, it's also good, because, like, you discover stuff on your own, and, and, you know, when you make a mistake, like... In my opinion, I don't think there's no better way to learn than to go yeah. through it. Yeah. And be like, oh, shoot, like, that doesn't look that good. Or that didn't work. You know, so um, so that was, it, it was helpful in a way. Like, I wouldn't change anything. Yeah, and it definitely, like, makes sense. Because um, I was talking to someone recently, and it was saying, like, I, sometimes when you know you're doing, like, the good, like, um, you're doing good or going through the right path, like, sometimes it feels lonely because, like, nobody else sometimes nobody oh, else yeah. is there so it's it's like you're in the right path so like, don't worry about it and like look at where you're at now it's like that McDonald's yeah. bags does not matter no more <laughs> I know <laughs> exactly so no it, it definitely is like it it's definitely like if you're growing like there's times where you're gonna feel lonely because like and that's just like the reality of it and yeah. not to sound like so depressing but you know like I said like none of my friends were seriously doing content so like I had no one to talk to and that's okay you know like and yeah. but you'll like I will say like if you are in that space right now like you'll eventually meet friends or meet other people that can that are doing the same thing and that can help you out and you know you you yeah. might just make like new best friends and stuff like that so yeah yeah how did you or yeah how did you start getting out, out of your comfort zone you could say to start making those connections or how did, did that start so it was um connections like in social media yeah it's, social media mm -hmm. like the yeah yeah social media like the freshest so honestly yeah so um 
Let me think, because there's a lot of different ways that that. Okay. Okay. I think we're good. Yeah. It's like it freezes for like one, two okay. seconds, okay. and then it's like, I don't know if I should like send a stop or not. <laughs> but yeah, <we're> good. <laughs> no, just tell me. I'll stop talking. But um, there is a lot of different ways that I made connections. I'm trying to go back to like the very beginning um because in the very beginning and I regret this so that I didn't collab as much as like I do now and I feel like nowadays like I definitely recommend that you collab because it's like such an easy way to grow or at least it helps um but I think in the beginning like honestly like I would just shoot dms on like tiktok to like if I had mutuals that we followed each other and we did kind of like this same thing or or dance the same way or the same style they'd be like hey like I saw that you're going to be in town um, this summer, like, let's collab. And they'd either, like, never respond or they'd be like, yeah, like, I'm down. Yeah. Sorry, Uh, like, you're freezing a bit. like, the beginning of that. And then through them, like, you know, like, let's say if if that person that I was going going to collab with, like, came with someone else, I'd make sure that I'd shake their hand. Mm, And when I say shake their hand, I mean, like, introduce myself and, like, get their... Yeah, and get their, like, social media info or, or some form of content. And who knows, like, that may be, like, you know, the doorway to, to another to collab, else, if yeah. that makes sense. Another opportunity. So that, that w- exactly. So, um, and, and so, yeah, that's how, basically how I did it. Like, I always made sure that, but it, like I said, it wasn't always easy because I, I, like I said, I was, I was shy. So, but it did, like, it took a conscious effort of saying, like, Paloma, like, you need to, <laughs> introduce yourself and like and shake their hand and, and yeah. make that connection you know do you remember really like started do you remember um like a specific moment where or yeah moment or experience where like you did that and it's like it didn't go as planned or maybe like didn't go as planned but then another one where like it did go like oh i'm like pretty good or like you started getting better at those introductions an introduction specifically um or even I just, I mean, like sending them, sometimes you get so many rejections, like it's, that's like. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just think like, what, like, um, I don't think any like introduction ever went badly necessarily, but I do want to say that I, um, how would I say this? Like people, like I had a rude awakening during like that, that time where I was trying to make like. Um, a lot of connections and do a lot of collabs where I realized that people are not who they seem on social media. Mm. So I had like, you know, this said person, um, I don't want to say like on a pedestal, but I really liked her content and stuff like that. And, you know, when we finally collabed, like we, we did end up collabing, but I realized that she was not who she portrayed to be on social media. Mm. And that was kind of like, dang, you know, so um I have had experiences like that and even to this day like I still do but now it's just one of those things where like okay you just brush it off people are who they're gonna be and if they want to act one way on social media and then another way in person like that's on them Mm -hmm. right and I just make sure that I because I I truly like to collab with people who I actually like but -hmm. sometimes you can't you know you know base make a judgment off of character just off like what you see on social media so sometimes it does take those experiences of meeting them in person where you're like ah okay you're like that Mm -hmm. and then and you know you make your decision from there and sometimes you do Mm -hmm. collabs where like you don't like the person but it's like it's what the people want to see 
And so you have to kind of mm-hmm. like, they're just saying and that my dad always says like, like you just have to like swallow your pride type of thing yeah. and and do it for the content and do it for your audience because they, they like both of you or they like to see this collab or whatever the case may be. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, like not, to answer your question, not in, not an introduction has gone bad, but that those experiences yeah. have happened. Oh wow! Yeah, how that's interesting how you mentioned the like still collabing with people that you might like now that you've met, you might have not wanted to collab. How do you? I want to say like how you start like setting setting those like boundaries or like things that you want to do and like being able to say no even if that's something that that your audience wants because I think that's also hard and then I guess a, a balance that one might have one should have to or might might have where it's like there's a point where it's like if I don't like the person it's like just walk like to say I can't do the collaboration and we're like for you like how how do you deal with that or would you think of like doing that in the in the future if, like, if you meet someone that you don't necessarily like agree with agree with uh, yes I think that's a hard question because it's it's different for every person I think mm-hmm. um and like and and I'm gonna I'm answer like what I think personally yeah. but I think uh like I was saying it's different for every person because some people will always do it for like like the growth or the clout of collabing with said person and that's yeah. cool like I get that because I think at one point like as creators we've all been there and we've all done that um and when like like I said before like when you're starting out you want to collab as much as possible just to have your name out there mm-hmm. but I think you also want to be careful like there is like you said a balance where you also want to be careful where you're not collabing with a person that like like I don't know that ha- like that has gotten canceled or that has done something really bad that your audience would be like whoa why is she with this person mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. you also kind of want to uh um watch out for that because I think like I always say like money and followers come and go but reputation kind of sticks with you for a long yeah. time right and people you know in the social media world like if you do something bad people are so quick to bring that up or if you collab with like a particular person that has done something bad like they just kind of like look at you different and that's just like human nature you know that we're like hmm that's a little like why is she with this person mm-hmm. or why why are they hanging out or why are they doing content so it, it is kind of like that balancing act in the beginning mm-hmm. um once you get to a point where you feel like you're not depending so much on collabs I feel like you should learn how to say no um but uh I think it's it's like it just depends on, on you, on, on your morals and what you want to stand for and how mm-hmm. well you want to, like, take care of your reputation. Um, mm-hmm. I can tell you, like, now, like, there's, like, um, content creators that I would not um, collab with, like, simply just because, like, not because I don't like them, but sometimes because they don't fit, like, my style of content or mm-hmm. sometimes they're not family friendly. Like, you know, if you look at my content, like, I feel comfortable showing my content to, like, a 10-year-old or a 13-year-old or, like, I don't, you know, I don't curse, period. Mm -hmm. So, like, it wouldn't make sense for me to collab with somebody who is, like, super not family-friendly. And you have to kind of think of those things and and think of your audience and and look at your demographic and say, like, is this beneficial for them? Mm -hmm. Um, So it kind of just depends, like, again, on you, but that's also how how I see it. Um, But, like, if it's, you know, like a like 
you know, let's say, I think like the predicament sometimes that we're put in is like, let's say, I don't know, like Starbucks wants to collab with me or something, right? Mm. Like Starbucks right now is like being boycotted because of what's going on, like in the world and, and Ooh, whatnot, okay. right? So, but at the same time as a content creator, you're like, well, crap, like that's Starbucks, like Sorry. they're huge, you know? So you have to like, that's why I say like morals come into play mm. and, yeah. um, and, you know, if they offer a lot of money, like, do you have the willpower to say no? to to that yeah class. it's hard I remember one of the videos that you posted with uh um you wanted to go to a festival a Texas festival I believe it was and it's like we have in the todos terrenos or something like that oh, yeah. Facts. where, where? <laughs> where? <laughs> okay yeah it's like yeah. blindly blindly I go or put like a little disclaimer in the bottom or yeah, something like that content purposes <laughs> yeah. for legal reasons this is or to pay my credit card bills <laughs> so like that. Yeah, fine. um so. yeah yeah were you, were you gonna say something oh no no no, go no, no. all right um oh that was funny okay and what i think like i feel like i i've met like some content i've met content creators most of my the people i've interviewed are content creators but we don't really talk about like the um like the struggles of content creation and then i'm like in the beginning stages of content creator like i'm just starting to be consistent with it so for you what have been like the obstacles in that and then the lessons you've learned and how different is it now from like when you started almost three years ago four years ago and then and now oh my god <laughs> <laughs> everything has been hard no um i think um gosh like let me think uh, let me let me paint the picture of how it was in, in the beginning when yeah. I started content creation so when I first started like making videos for like TikTok because I would only post on TikTok um because I, I would think that nobody would see like my videos because I had like a lot of people <laughs> following me that I knew in high school on Instagram and I was like they ain't trying to see all that <laughs> but um you know when I first started I would film edit and post the same day <gasps> and that was terrible I don't recommend that. If you want, if you want to do that, and you just think that works for your creative mind, <laughs> go for it. And it's working by all means, Ale. But um, that's how I was. Um, that was one thing of just like actually organizing content creation because <clears throat> I, I feel like it makes all the difference when you do. Because mm -hmm. I'd like, you know, like I'd be scrolling on TikTok and I'd be like, Ooh, let's, you know, do something with this sound. And so I'd get up, you know. And whatever it was with that sound and post and like oh, wow. I had no I, I didn't look at like at that time I didn't look at um which is weird considering like I did like looking at, at analytics yeah, but I would just post like willy-nilly and it was like seven videos a day and wow. and you know when I really started to get like a, a a hang of things like you know like I said I was posting like seven videos a day so, um and when I didn't have something to post that day I'd be like <gasps> Oh my god like and it'd be like the most stressful thing in the world you know um so getting that uh like a system of like because people always say like consistency is super important but you need to also get us like you need to form a system mm -hmm. to stay consistent right so now like you know totally different like three years later i'm like okay i like let's say i get you know um like clothes like packages of clothes that I need to film for or like I need to do this um this video for this perfume brand or um or you know people are really asking for this tutorial I'd be like okay that's like 10 videos right there 
um, mm-hmm. I designate a day to film content. So I get yeah. up early. If I need to wear makeup for the video, I'll put it on because we do hate makeup over here. But <laughs> like, you know, and so I'll get up early, do that. And then I'll film. And it's like a and it's like an eight hour day. And sometimes because mm-hmm. of the amount of videos that I have to film, most of the time I don't even finish the list. So I oh. prioritize like if this is like a branded thing, if I'm getting paid for this, these need to come first, you yeah. know? Um, and then, um, and then later that night, if I'm not completely drained, I'll, I'll start the editing process. I'll like take a little break just for yeah. like my mind's sake, yeah. uh, my sanity. <laughs> I'll, I'll eat or whatever. Cause that is important. Cause I used to like not eat like, Oof. cause the whole day would just like fly by and yeah. I'd be like, so into making content. So make sure you eat, drink water and all that good stuff. <laughs> the essentials um, of living. The essentials <laughs> of living. Um, and um and then I would edit and then I would then plan to like I'd be like okay Monday we're gonna post this video because it makes sense to post on Monday because of xyz uh Wednesday we're gonna do this one at this time because this is when they have performed well in the past because of xyz and so now Mm -hmm. it's very strategic and there's a system to it and um that has like that has been one of like once I did that, I was like, oh, my God, like, what was I doing before? Why was I, like, putting myself through this? Uh, so that was one thing. And then when I did collabs, like, the very first time, like, I did a collab, like, I didn't even bring a tripod to the collab, which I was like, <laughs> what was I Another essential. Yeah, another essential, you know, you would think. Uh, but when you're starting out, like, you know, you discover these things by yourself. And, and you know, now when I do collabs, like, my friends like my my friends that I've collabed with make fun of me for like I always I carry a journal with me like mm-hmm. like it's my baby um and like in that like when I do collabs like I'll pop open the journal and it'd be like 10 pages of like these are the videos that we have to get done because a lot of oh, my wow. friends now like they don't live in like the same city that I do like they live like 10 hours away yeah so when they come for a weekend or when I go visit them for a weekend it's like get up eat film sleep get up eat film sleep like and uh-huh. that's like and so we pop out like like oh my god like I don't know how many videos we do depending if we have like events but um even with collabs I'd be like we're using this sound we're going to be using this caption you're going to do this and this and this and like mm-hmm. and they'll tell you like yeah Paloma's very like yeah. <laughs> you know with my with my little list she's not messing around um, yeah I'm not messing around no more and so like I think like once you start taking it seriously or if you do want to do this seriously like have a system like consistency is important yes but having the system of consist or to be consistent is like yeah. uber important as well um so that was like one thing that I struggled with was just like creating that system and it took me three years to make because like like I said I know when yeah. to ask yeah. and even nowadays like I don't think like I've met with like bigger creators than I than I am and like and even they don't come as prepared as as I wow. do and it also kind of makes an impression to other creators like oh shoot like she's serious you know, and that is the impression that I want to make that I am yeah. taking it seriously because it's now my job essentially. Yeah. Um, so that was one thing that I struggled with to answer your question there. And um, God, what else? I didn't, I didn't know really how to edit, so that mm. was a lot of self-taught stuff, mm. and it was brutal. And like I said, YouTube my, was my best friend. <laughs> um, I had to figure out lighting. Like to this day, like I just felt like <laughs> like you like more professional light so it's not just the ring light no more mm, okay um and uh and lighting like I said is very important and I'm still figuring that out um but it's always like <laughs> like you're just learning you know like you're always learning 
And I think that's also like the beauty of it. Uh, but th- those are like the main, main three things. It was just like the lighting and just like I said, like the setting. Like mm-hmm. even now I'm like, I have like, I obviously like blue. <laughs> um, like I'm even thinking of painting the wall like another color because the blue messes with the lighting in my videos. It reflects oh. weird. So I look okay. orange or I look like shiny or whatever. So, you know, okay. you start like picking up on things um, and you're always wanting to improve. And as you grow, like I always say, like your content should, should also kind of grow or yeah. oh, like, like look quality. better, mm-hmm. more presentable and stuff like that. Because, you know, I you also have to think of like, you know, your 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 page is like your business card, essentially. So if a brand mm-hmm. looks on your page, you want to make sure that you have yeah. good content on there. Um, sure. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's crazy i I never thought about like the colors and stuff that's a good tip right there yeah who, look, yeah me neither this is my... like <laughs> i know you're like <laughs> maybe i should paint my color the color of my wall no you're you're i feel like your wall color is fine i mean it looks fine from the side but yeah. like the blue like really like one time like i put a white sheet just for giggles just to like try it out and no i didn't make like make, it make a, a big difference, difference. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah that's crazy i feel like that that's like the cool part of like travel there, especially because sometimes like we tend to be like um we just have you mentioned in the beginning you just do things to do things but then that trial and error analyzing that is like super important because then you would have never like known like oh why does my face look orange here and then it looks fine here <laughs> like type of thing yeah so yeah that's that's so cool i feel like i should be yeah. doing that more okay <laughs> yeah no for sure. always be educating yourself but mm-hmm. yeah like i said like I- i'm here now and like it wasn't until i realized that like again i was youtube is youtube is my my best friend <laughs> like literally um that someone like some other creator was like oh yeah the, the color of your wall makes you do like has this and this and this and this effect and i was like oh mm-hmm. that makes sense <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yeah for sure yeah i gotta watch more videos now but um going back to you like because i feel like i'm going to be learning so much especially that content stuff um you mentioned your your first collab how is how is that and how long did it took after um you started your content career you could say your content job career yeah um uh, brand collab or like with another creator i'll just do both yeah let's, both? let's start yeah. with the um uh, so the uh creator collab was let's see in the summer of i believe it was 2022 mm-hmm. i can look right now on my calendar <laughs> i think it was 2022. the system like quick, quick the system um yeah it was the july of, of 2022 um and that was my first creator collab and that was the one i told you that i realized that not oh, everybody is who they say they are like the first one That's yeah it was right off the bat yeah okay like to make it that i say it's a the lesson, lesson in the yeah. head. Mm-hmm. um no but uh so i i collab with that person um so they so they actually came to texas first um okay. well actually okay let me it was two content creators so i reached out to to one of them mm-hmm. and they're like hey i'm gonna be in texas like let's make content together and i was like bet um mm-hmm. he, he's not good it's a guy <laughs> And uh, so we made like a lot of videos together. Um, I really liked his energy. We were from the same uh, place in Mexico, uh, um, the Zacatecas. And um, and then he connected me with another creator. And it was that mm. creator that I was like, mm. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it took me, let's see, like I started taking it seriously in, in March of 2020. So two years um, oh, wow. for the first like 
like big creator collab not big creator but like we were kind of like on the same level type of thing yeah. and um and he was also well known and, and respected in like in his community so um but it took me two years but that's because I just never like reached out like I never put my, myself out there and yeah. I wish I did that earlier and I wish I did that more in the beginning because I feel like that would have gr- grown a little quicker yeah but that also pushed me to produce better content and so like mm. you know I I look at it that way yeah um, so now like I I'm not so dependent on on collabs if that makes sense like I, my mm, videos yeah, yeah, okay. just fine even if there's no one in it um, yeah. but me um, so that was my first creator and uh, creator collab and, and that was a lot of fun I, I traveled to to California or, well he came here first but then I eventually traveled to California oh. to where he's from and then uh, we did it was like a weekend over there and that was like I think I got like a total of five hours of sleep that weekend <laughs> that was terrible but like I said like we were popping out content like nobody's business because I didn't know when the next time like because travel is expensive and even now yeah you know so you always want to like get the most out of it um so that was my first creator collab um and my first my first brand collab was so embarrassing um so it was with I don't know if you know like the the app ways uh the 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 navigator Yeah, yeah 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 So that was my first like oh, actual really? like brand collab. Yes. Um and it was through I believe it was through TikTok. Yeah, weirdly enough. Um like through like the little like program they had for us at that time to connect us with collabs and mm-hmm. or with brands. E I charged them a total of eighty dollars. What a mistake. Because mm-hmm. like I knew they were big, but I didn't value myself at that time to charge more. Now, if Waze comes back and asks me, I'd be like, yeah, that's going to be 5K, like, you know, yeah. like type of thing. Um, So that was my first brand collab. And um, I guess I don't know if they reached out because like Waze is a, a big thing in like Hispanic um, communities. Because mm. um, I, I know in Mexico, like that's what they use. That's like their GPS app. They don't use mm. like Maps yeah. or like Google Maps. They use Waze. Um, mm. So I don't know if like that was their point, but I did that. Um. I had a friend help me film it. I did film that one with a camera and I had to create like a, I think the hardest part is always connecting like the brand with your content and making sure it looks as natural as mm. possible, if that makes sense. So yeah. um, at that time I was doing like a lot of Florida videos and um, you know, we, we would travel out of town to do competitions. And so I put mm. in like the ways, like mm. I integrated it, you know, and yeah. then you always want that seamless integration where it doesn't look so commercial yeah, and yeah. whatnot so um so yeah that was the first one but <clears throat> what a mistake of charging <laughs> 80 dollars that's crazy yeah yeah in comparison to like what i would charge now is ridiculous even then like if i knew how that's... to like charge appropriately I'd and even like... like minimum minimum like 200 dollars yeah yeah wow, that's crazy mm-hmm. because i i now that you were talking about the same the making it not look commercially i, I just remember the video that you I don't know why you posted because I was like stalking your your page, but um, you made another brand brand collab with the drink. I don't remember the name, but was it body armor? I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that video that you made that was pretty good. I was like, oh, this this oh, wow. But yeah, how with that one, compared to to um the ways wise ways. Uh huh. Um, how different was that in terms of like the creating the creating creation process, and then also like the interacting with the actual brand and like negotiating and stuff like that. 
you don't have to say numbers, but just like the negotiation part, like the conversations yeah, yeah, yeah. that you had. Right. So with Waze, like I said, it was pretty direct because they reached. So Instagram has like uh, Instagram. Um, TikTok has like this um program that I don't know if, you, if if it exists now, but like they have like a program where you can apply and say like I want my like if a brand reaches out to TikTok, I want my list somewhere that TikTok can be like. Like, like, let's say Waze reached out to TikTok, right? Mm-hmm. And Waze says, we need a Hispanic girl to do um, a commercial for us. TikTok would be like, okay, let me check my list. And, you know, you'd be on that mm-hmm. list. And if they choose okay. you, or más bien, they would, like, choose, like, a couple. Um, this is how I think it works. This is how it was explained to us. And they would choose a couple, and TikTok would say, here are, like, options. And then Waze would pick and uh because yeah because ways reached out to me on on tiktok um through body armor there's actually a lot of um they reached out through a third party so there's actually a lot of third parties now that i definitely recommend for like up-and-coming content creators like if they want to start monetizing stuff no you can there's so many like there's like uh the big one that i've worked a lot with a couple of times i think like i think i've done seven pieces of not pieces of content but seven collabs with is Influr, and that's um that was actually made by uh, a friend of a friend of mine who is a content creator herself Mm -hmm. and it's like an app that you can sign up for i don't know what the process looks like it like looks like like now uh now because when i joined it was beta so not everybody not anybody Mm -hmm. could join so i don't know if the process looks the same okay um but uh is one of them um, but body reached out through body armor reached out through another third party called aspire mm. and um that's another one that again i don't know how the process looks like now because they do change and like i registered for that like a couple years ago um uh, but this is what i mean by like you always want to be educating yourself and be on the forefront of like what's up and coming new for creators mm. um so body armor reached out through or mazi and aspire reached out through um yeah reached out to me and they were saying, hey, like, Body Armor wants to do a video with blah, 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 blah. I will say, though, that because they are third parties, sometimes it's a little harder to negotiate because mm-hmm. I feel like, I don't know if this is true, but I feel like the third party is already taking a cut from the budget that they have yeah, for the video, imagine. per se, you know? So, um, so for this specific Body Armor one, there wasn't, like that much negotiating like they wouldn't budge like they Mm. would not budge and that's why I say I feel like they take their cut and like you get what you get but um you are like in the eyes of um like uh, of other brands per se um and and through that like you know um and another thing that I found out from from my friends through the third parties is that brands talk to each other so like Mm. portate bien with the brands like be communicative um submit things on time if they say you have a draft due Uh uh-huh if you have a draft due like submit it when it's due or preferably earlier and Mm -hmm. and just be nice to them because like I said brands talk to each other and they recommend I have a yeah I have a friend who's like in the back end and she's like yeah brands will be like don't work with that girl because oh, yeah so um but yeah that was like the, the the difference there um technically I feel like I mean TikTok could be considered a third party it was just like the way they reached out but um you always I feel like you as a content creator you just always have to be like you know your fingers everywhere like and Mm -hmm. watch out for opportunities coming any sorts of way so yeah Mm -hmm. interesting yeah oh I'm glad I asked that question 
I'm gonna be yeah. like making applications like oh something yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah literally google it like there's so there's so many out there there's some I will say are better than others because like like Infler um it's like a fixed payment um and so is Aspire from the from the collabs I've done I don't know if there's yeah. different types because like I always tell people like the thing that's that sucks and the thing that is cool about content creation is that like every situation is different so mm. there's no like one way yeah. um but there are other like apps out there that pay you per um like for your your views or sometimes they pay you for your likes depending on how mm. well the content performs but that also kind of sucks because sometimes they like lowball you yeah. so i try to stay away you can't from really that. control that either mm -hmm. exactly exactly so um so i try not to like focus too much on those just because like it's hit or miss you know yeah. and like the content's still going to be posted and they're going to like the yeah, brand yeah. will have awareness one way or another mm -hmm. yeah for sure Ooh, okay um i feel like again i've like even with the interview i did before i was like there's so many like topics i want to talk about and it's like yeah yeah such, such limited time but um going back to like the now uh, going back to like creating content and all of that how was your what was your um what other obstacles did you face with with that because i feel like there's like so many and you mentioned some like like even like the editing stuff the the um i can't remember <laughs> editing stuff the collabs and negotiations like meeting other people um but personally like what kind of like conversations were you having with yourself in terms of like um the how the per, like maybe like perfectionism or trying to make the video as best as best as you can or even just like yourself like being putting yourself out there like that's also like a very hard thing that not everybody does too and i think we got to give credit to those like people who like put, put their faces out there because it's not easy um yeah. so for you how has that that journey been Oof. um i feel like you mentioned perfectionism and that was something i totally forgot about because uh, it it's not I don't think a problem so much as it was before. Like mm. I would film like a fifteen second video like twenty times, and there goes mm. like two hours of my day, um, mm. for just like one video. And I wanted everything weirdly enough with the McDonald's wagon in the background. <laughs> I wanted <laughs> I wanted everything to be to be perfect. I wanted yeah. my face to portray happiness. I wanted like, you know um to just literally for everything that I think that needed to be perfect to be perfect mm. and honestly like at that time like I just felt like it never was and I feel like at some point you just gotta let it go like still yeah. do your best to create the best content but like it's never going to be like 100% perfect um and, sure. and like that's okay you know and and because like you come to realize that people don't really care so much about like you know, I, I, again, I think it just depends on everybody and how they, they see content. But, you know, in my case, I feel like the information that I was talking about in the tutorials, for example, because the tutorials are really what helped me take off. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like at that point, I was like, okay, Paloma, like they care more about what you're actually saying, not so much what, about what you're wearing, not so much about, you know, you know, if you have makeup on or not, because that was like mm -hmm. a big thing, like, you know, like most of my friends, like, they don't leave the house without some sort of makeup on. And I just, I wasn't raised like that, you know. Mm. Uh, and so that was like another thing that I, I faced like a challenge with. I'm like, do I, do I need to look presentable? Do I need to wear a dress if I'm going to be like showing people how to dance so they see that mm. like I'm grown or do I need to wear heels because that's like a thing, you know, um, and, 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 um, 
forgot where I was going with this. Um, and like that, like, you know, that brings me to another thing, like with the heels, because I always get comments on it. Like, I don't, I don't like, personally, I don't like wearing heels. So I get a lot of, a lot of criticism. And that's another thing that you have to be prepared for is criticism. Oh, um, and, you know, and the bad comments. And I've received like really, really bad hate comments that I'm like, oh, what is wrong with people? <laughs> you know, um, I'm like, y'all got nothing better else to do. But um, that's like another thing you have to have, you, you learn to grow thick skin. And that was really yeah. hard because I never was comfortable with putting myself out there. Um, but like I said, I did. A, I have to credit my parents on this one because they made me read a lot of books growing up, a mm. lot of like personal growth books, a lot of business books. Oh, that's like awesome. uh, we could do like a whole other podcast on just like business. <laughs> but um, yeah, like a lot of uh, books that really help like my self esteem. And like yeah, when you just start pushing yourself to do it, like it just becomes um second second nature almost and mm-hmm. and you start to like go with things little by little but um like the, like going back to the criticism like even to this day sometimes I see comments and I'm like and if you're having like a bad day and then like the last thing that you want to see when you open like you know social media is like a yeah. hate comment you know and it's just like Ugh. um and and it's because like we're human like we have a like I have a heart you know I'm not yeah. <laughs> I'm not cold-hearted um but yeah criticism was like a big thing and now nowadays like whether it's a good or bad comment like you appreciate it and life goes on yeah and it's like they i hear a lot of content creators say like once you, you start getting those hate comments like you you've made it type of things yeah. <laughs> so it's like oh thank you thank you for that sending yeah, put it, have... putting sending a, a love rec- um reply <laughs> Yeah, I have a friend who own like who literally says, "Oh my God, thank you for taking the time of your day to like like really milking it." Like it's like this word like terrible hate comment, and he's like, "Oh my God, like blessings to you and your family. Like I hope you're having a great day." And I'm like, oh my God. "Sometimes so like I, I'm I'm like I'm terrible. I probably shouldn't do this, but I'm like when I see a hate comment that I'm like, like why would you comment this? I'd be deleting that. I'm like I ain't trying to see that." I just ain't trying to see that but yeah I know like the the perfectionism was a huge thing that like I, it was hard to let go and even to this day like you know not, like if I'm doing collabs like I'll have my friends do like the same scene like if it's an acting <laughs> thing I'll be like now we're running it from the top again <laughs> sorry oh, wow. but but before it was like a huge thing where it was like 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 I said, I will refilm a 15 second video 20 times if I don't like my face in it or if I don't like how the certain part of the dress looks. And even like my physical body, like at that time, like I was not like I wasn't obese, but I just didn't feel confident in myself mm. to to post that. Yeah. And that was like another thing because, you know, and people notice like um, like just like the small things and they will pick at it. So you have to be mentally prepared and emotionally secure about yourself and and yeah. um to to put yourself out there because like like you said like not a lot of people have like the guts to do that and my respects to anybody who does um so yeah that was like another thing that you just you gotta be prepared for and latin people that they have they have no filter (laughs) (laughs) they have no god bless all the hispanics in the world but they have no filter for sure yeah that's crazy and yeah thank you for sharing that because that perfectionism that um the criticism from people too it's like it, it gets to you and and then at least like for me like what i'm thinking now is uh, like you like try so much like again like let's say putting putting yourself out there and then there's this comment that like tells you what you're already thinking so it kind of like reinforces the thought that yeah. you're already thinking so it's like fuck <laughs> he's there right and then but then you're like trying to change like or redirect the thought but it's like it's yeah. it makes it a bit um harder when there there are already 
other people telling you the same thing that you're thinking so yeah it's yeah weird. and like and another thing that just came into mind was um uh, oh my god i lost it <laughs> ah! no you're good i do that all the time too <laughs> continue continue go ahead <laughs> um no i also forgot <laughs> no but um let's see you've uh let's talk about your dance i don't know if i want to yeah, let's go. Let's go with your dancing, um, like collabs, because I see and we could like relate to this because I've seen you go like on stage and then like dance. I imagine they're like the artists who are are they are they like other people like you like creators who also dance or is it from like la bandas and stuff? Like how does that uh, how does all of that work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it it just it just depends. Sometimes like whoever's on stage, sometimes people rush the stage and they get on stage and dance. Uh, so sometimes it's just really random people from the crowds and <laughs> like at that point like what are you going to do tell them no they can't come on like no like please come join me you know so i'm not over here okay. all alone no but um it just depends sometimes if it's like an event that the event organizer will purposely invite um influencers to come be a part of the event and come mm-hmm. be on stage y hacer ambiente, and, yeah. and they know they'll get content so they'll get promotion about the event and yeah. the venue um and same thing with like uh, you know those grupos like they're never mm-hmm. going to say no to to free promo right um so it just really depends on the event i've had events where like i'm the only influencer up there dancing with the group and oh, wow. it is what it is um sometimes it's like friends of mine sometimes it's people that i don't i wouldn't necessarily collab with myself but they're there mm-hmm. um and um so you have to deal with like that side of it and you also have to like with with stage presence like you also always have to make sure that you're smiling in my opinion just because I come from like a folklorico like background where like if you're on stage you better be screaming and smiling and portraying like good vibes and stuff like that Uh, oh that was though that I was gonna say before was Mm -hmm. you know if I wasn't like having a bad day and I filmed like people will notice that I wasn't having a bad day and they'd be like what's wrong you know (laughs) or they'd be like is this wrong or you know um but yeah like on stage it just it it just depends like you know there's there's little things that you have to take care of because what I've come to notice is that people are always watching Mm -hmm. and it's very hard to hide things um even when like you're backstage like maybe it's like the tech or the sound guy you know and and so you have Mm -hmm. to be mindful of those things as I said like like wherever you are like someone's always watching and that's like you have to be like on at all times when you're at events like that because sometimes like you know like I can tell when people are like oh is that her you know but they won't come say hi Mm -hmm. but you can just like it's happened so many times now that um that you know like you're being watched and and you know people are like oh well let's see if like um you know if she's the same thing in person as she is on social media Mm -hmm. so like that's another mm -hmm, like like, that's another like image thing or, or whatever yeah because it's like in the, a lot of times like content creators will like in, in my community will be like oh yeah like if you ask me to dance like I'll dance with you and sometimes they won't so mm-hmm. um you have to be careful with, with what you say and, and make sure that you keep those promises mm-hmm. uh but yes but to answer your, your question on stage it just really it, it just depends like if, if we're doing a collab with a band or sometimes like um if we get paid to be there we have to stay for the whole thing um sometimes they'll tell us like go be around people like take pictures dance with the people here um you like another thing that is being on stage is like like I was saying before you know image is a big thing for me 
So um, sometimes like, uh, and for me, like when in those type of events, like, are you going to be drinking? Like when you take pictures with kids, like, cause I've had it taken a picture with kids, like make Aww. sure you don't have a drink in your hand. Cause that looks bad. And um, I'm not saying that drinking is bad, but you just have to keep that in mind, you know, mm. and you don't, and in my opinion, anyway, I don't ever want to set a bad example for my younger audiences. Oh, that's all. And it's crazy how like you're matching these things, but sometimes we don't even like think about those. Again, that attention to detail is crazy. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, how, you mentioned the how how people like start like pointing, like start testing you and all of that. How have you dealt with that? Like, how was it like before, and how is it now? Like, how what you could say like lessons or like even like resources or things that you've like learned to manage that, even like that pressure too, because like just like people just like pointing you out or like thing, or you know stuff like that. How how have you dealt with that? I think I think. Honestly, like, um, sometimes it's a little uncomfortable because sometimes you're not, I feel like, um, not like, like, like I will always welcome, like, if you want to come say hi, please come say hi, take a picture. Like I, it's really no bother at all. Like you want to come dance, come dance by all means. But sometimes it's a little uncomfortable when it's like older men, like pointing and being like, is that her? Or some, like sometimes, cause I'm like, sometimes I don't know if they're looking because they're thinking of like oh is she the one from social media or if they're looking like for other reasons you know yeah so that's what gets like uncomfortable and like as you know like like as a woman and like that you know particular scene like it's just a little like you know like 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 so there's uh so there is that part to it that you know uh, I feel like as a girl like I do have to be careful about um I, I don't ever try to go to these events alone for that reason. Like if I need an out or if I need like one of my friends to be, to come, to come save me or save something. Me, yeah. um, but I feel like people don't realize that like we notice them looking mm. um, yeah. just because like uh, it's happened several times or like, you know, we're, we're just used to it now. We're used to it now just because it's like, okay, we chose to be in the public eye. So like that's expected of like, yeah. obviously yeah. you're going to have that. Um, but sometimes it is a little like scary um, because I've had like this, like this happened, I think earlier this year where said person sent me like a DM and it was two videos of me at an event I did like four years ago oh or God. three years ago or whatever. And I'm like, why are you just not sending me these? <laughs> and it's just a video of me like standing on like next to the stage with another friend of mine getting ready to go on with like the next group that's coming on. And mm-hmm. it was just like really weird because they were like, they were pretty far away and yeah. uh, and they oh just recorded God. for for no reason like if you're you already, you already like, been oh. dancing yeah and i heard you're just standing I, i'm just standing yeah and so I'm like i'm like you know moving but like because i'm like waiting for for the group that's on to, to get off for me to go on mm-hmm. and um and so those those kind of experiences are a little frightening because they won't yeah. like the person i would have remembered if like the person like you know tag me in their story saying like oh like guess what i spotted like that's yeah. that's good and all um so but it's just like that aspect where you also have to be careful um because like i said you never know who's watching you never know yeah it's crazy that is and i watch way too many true crime shows to <laughs> not be careful oh my god no and i get to your head too and again that's something that it's because i mean i've don't I don't deal with this and hope maybe in the future when I'm famous and all of that but um it's it's just scary to think and like managing all that because I'm very paranoid so I can't watch like scary movies and if I do 
I just know I gotta prepare mentally that I'm gonna be having either nightmares or I'm gonna be like, oh, si se mueve la cortina, it's like, oh shit, there's a ghost right there, <laughs> type of thing. But um, yeah, that's I guess it's a credit to consecrators too, like to you, like having to deal with that. It's yeah. I have a friend that like she got sent something to her apartment like a creator oh or a creator a, a fan like sent something to yeah. her that's and, or uh not sent it, sorry dropped it off dropped it off oh. not sent it to her yeah so yeah, i was like you know, worse yeah i know yeah it was terribly creepy and i was like oh my god i pray for you <laughs> <laughs> was it gift even good it's, it's like airpods i got it's a bit of a computer no, it's fine it, it, <laughs> it was it was weird i hope like she uh I actually had hers in, in as an invite on my podcast and like um mm. she she like made some she, she did lifestyle content mm. and she like made this like comment on one of her videos like that her plant had died or something like that. Mm. And the guy brought her like a new like nopalito, like a succulent. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it and that and she was like the creepiest part was like that that video was like three years old. Like it was oh an old God. video and he remembered, you know, or like not three years old. I don't know how long ago it was, but it was a while. Oh, wow. Yeah. And she was like, it was just really creepy. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, how would you even, like, she never shows, like, the front of her house. Like, it's careful, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is crazy. But at least next time she could say, like, oh, se me rompió mi computadora. Yeah. <laughs> I need a bag. Like, yeah, get, you know, computer. Here's my P.O. box. <laughs> right. Oh, that's funny. It's funny, but then it's not funny once you like, no, go deeper yeah, into that. Like, yeah. No, that's yeah. why I have a P.O. box now, because I'm like, was when brands, like, deliver stuff, like, I don't like giving my address out no more. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. That's okay, P.O. PO box. Yeah. Except for, for that reason. Safety. Safety, Safety reasons. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Okay. Going back to the dance, because I feel, I feel like, well, I find that, like, super, super interesting, and how was because you collaborated with like like bandas like um i think you even like made a video uh, it's like you guys were like lined up all in one and then you were like i think it, i don't know if it was like i don't remember the, i just remember they had white like blaze not blazer but that that jacket that they use i don't remember their oh names. yeah 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 with montes mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah so how like how has those like collaborations been with like with like famous um bands like bandas and like stuff like that how how's that they're honestly like like i said i always want to be transparent but they're honestly all over the place sometimes i'll tell you that that (laughs) video um that video that we that we made with montes shout out to montes though because they've always taken good care of me and they're super super humble like they're Mm -hmm. they're family like i've met their dad like he was the creator of like Durangense so it was like for me it was like such an honor to meet him you know and um so but to to give you like the backstory on that particular video um that was filmed like like at god like at 3 a.m it was late it was late and we were all (laughs) tired because we were like my friend and I were on stage and I was like and like I said, like, I really pushed, like, if I'm going to do, like, a collab, <laughs> like, I'm going to need my content. Yeah. And, uh, and they're so sweet. Like, I was like, can we do, like, one video? Like, I know y'all are tired, <laughs> but can we just, like, do one video? And, um, and I can't remember, we did that, we did it two, we got two takes of that video. 
And um, I can't remember if the one that I ended up posting was the first or the second. Mm. Um, and I actually wanted to do one more tape, but the band was like, no, Paloma, like, we're done. <laughs> we're done. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. So, like, I told them, like, I directed them, like, I had to, like, hurdle them because, like, some are out taking pictures, some are getting um... beer, like, some are getting water, some, like, have to go to the bathroom, <laughs> like, you know? So they're like, uh, but again, they're all so sweet. And then that video, I was like, come on, guys, like, come on. <laughs> and, like, and uh, and those like when I do events like that like I don't take a tripod with me just because like I don't know mm. what like the storage situation is like mm. sometimes there is none sometimes there is so um I had a, had a good a good friend of of mine that I've met through through social media um who's also like a big fan of of theirs and I think her brother is actually the sound tech for Montes oh, she and she was there she's like an older lady and I was like can you please record for us? So, so shout out to her. And she was like, yeah, yeah. And people even asked me like, if I use a tripod because the video was so steady so. and I was like, no, it was someone <laughs> recording. Um, so no we did that video and I was like, all right, guys, we're going to be dancing this song. You're going to come in like this. And like, I was in the back saying, move, move. Like if you go see the video, <laughs> like, you know, they get out of the camera, like I'm directing. Like, oh I'm like, my move, God. Move. Yeah, <clears throat> but we did that video two times, and, like, again, like, they're just, they're so sweet for, like, even just wanting to do content yeah. with me, period, because I know, like, it must be tiring, like, you know, singing on stage, or being on stage, because yes. it, it drains, it really does, it drains you um, for, like, a, you know, when they did that, and uh, um, <clears throat> so that was that video, but to answer your question, like, when I do collabs with them, like, like I said, it's all over the place, sometimes they're, like, they're willing to do a video sometimes there isn't time to do a video because a lot of the times mm-hmm. like when we go to events like when I go meet with like bandas or grupos like there'll be times where like I'll come with my list but like the banda like the whole all the members of the banda won't get to the place or the venue where, where the the event is at until like 15 minutes before that they go on stage oh, and sure. in those 15 minutes like they're getting dressed they're getting drinks they're going to the bathroom and so it's really hard to and sometimes like a lot of the times like the places are big so I can't like be like I can't force them to do a video you know like it's yeah. like it's on them like I'll ask them and, and they'll be they'll always like be down but sometimes it's just like a time thing like mm-hmm. if uh so, you know if, if if time like is allotted to do that and um like I feel like if it wasn't because of like uh, sometimes sometimes the events like are really like unorganized um and that's like not the grupo's fault that's yeah, just like so the way fun. sometimes things go and sometimes grupos come in like from out of town and they like mm. four hours away and they get here right in the nick of time to do like the event you know and mm. uh, so it's understandable when they say like they're tired like again like i'm not gonna force them so that's how sometimes they go um with montes like just because i've done like i've come to know um one of the guys or like a, a lot of the members of the groups um mm. they asked me to be like in their most music their most recent music video <clears throat> so that That's was awesome. really cool yeah yeah so um they came up with the cumbia and, and they know that like I'm, i love <laughs> like that's my that's my thing that's me mero mole but um yeah like a lot of times it's just like if time is allotted sometimes like i think the most recent one that we did was with the like my friend and i um shout out to brian from el paso we met up and uh, we went to Oklahoma to mm-hmm. go support one of the grupos that's like on the come up mm-hmm. and we got on stage with them we danced um but because like we knew that they were going to be there a good couple of hours before like they actually had to go on stage mm-hmm. I was like all right yep like let's get content, <laughs> <Your> content. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and even then like some of them like 
not all of the the not all of the members are always willing to to be in the content because they're just mm. like they're, they're just tired and they they couldn't care for it and I'm like yeah. okay I mean it is what it is right I'll take what I can get so mm. like I said it's a bit all over the place yeah that's interesting yeah I feel like I mentioned this before like even in other podcasts like this is why I enjoy these conversations because I learn so much and like I'm probably not gonna be a professional like dancer or be like dancing and band that's on stage but it's interesting to like learn more about these stuff so it's it's cool thank you for thank you for sharing that yeah yeah um and i will say though like one more thing like not all grupos are willing to collab even if they are somewhere like in the backstage i don't mm. know if it's like a manager thing but like bigger grupos like i feel mm. like they're harder to get to that's the ones that i've collabed with they've been kind enough to let me uh do collabs with them so it just again depends depends a lot yeah mm. awesome awesome and oof, I want to talk a bit about your podcast because you started a podcast recently and um oh yeah at least from my members like a few months ago right yeah um how has that like why did you decide to start a podcast and then how is that experience so um kind of a, a long story there so um I'm a, I'm a very goal-oriented person so every year okay. sit down um, I, I never go out for New Year's because my dad has us done as a family and like write out mm. our goals for yeah. the coming year. <clears throat> and oh, really? one of those goals, mm-hmm. and one of those goals was to uh, start a podcast. Like I said, I, I credit a lot. My parents like deserve all the credit in the world. Yeah, me um, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, so anyway, one of the the goals that I had for this year was to start a podcast, mm. and um, and I didn't really get to it until like the summer like I started working on it um but that was because of a I had a really bad car accident in May mm. where my legs were just like I couldn't walk oh shit <laughs> like I was on crutches um and it was just terrible and I'm a big believer in like everything happens for a reason so I was like did some soul searching there and um I was like okay what like have I not done yet that I said I was going mm-hmm. to do or like what what's going on like why like yeah. you took me out of like commission to dance in my summer you know oh, like right. I was supposed to travel and, and do <laughs> events and and all this and so and the thing that resonated with me was the podcast mm-hmm. and um and I had always wanted to, to do podcasts before but the podcast that I wanted to do was um I wanted to do it because obviously, like, if you go look at my content, everything's in Spanish. So I did want to do, like, <clears throat> or have some sort of platform or piece of content in, in English. Mm-hmm. And and I wanted that to be the podcast. Maybe have, like, some guests that only speak Spanish, but have, like, the main language be English. English right. um, because I know, like, I have a lot of people that follow me that only speak English. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And then part of it was because a lot of the guests that I also wanted to, or I plan to have on the podcast only speak English, but the podcast is basically like, have you seen like the Joe Rogan podcast? Yeah. Yeah. So I basically want to invite people from like all different walks of life to come talk. Cause I think like, yeah. I'm like you, like sitting down with people that can just like talk about their profession or what they do or, you know, their beliefs or, you know, their research that they've done, I think is just so like, I don't know like I just think it's so educationally entertaining yeah and um and I really like the way like Joe Rogan does it and I kind of wanted to mimic that in the sense of like I've met a, a lot of like really really cool people through social media not even people that do social media but just like 
big like business owners mm-hmm. and like producers and and singer songwriters and mm-hmm. uh, and everything. <clears throat> and I yeah. wanted like and I and I really like the stories that they have to share. And I think um, and I would like to just give them like a platform to also do yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, like I have other things in mind that I still want to do for that podcast, but that's kind of basically like where I'm at now the I, I finished season one and I wanted that to be more of like a creative like season so I had like other content creators on there I had a singer on there um yeah, I saw and so that was kind of like the theme for it but the next season like it's going to be like a different caliber of guests if that makes sense mm, okay oh that's so cool how how is that the the creating like the systems and all of that how is that in the beginning because <clears throat> I'm still like trying to figure it out so for you, how has that process been like just being able to like, how do you reach out? How do you, um, did you just find them as the people you already know? Um, yeah, like that, that process in, in itself. Girl, I'm still trying to figure it out now. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so it, it's, um, reaching. So the first season, like it was a little easy because most of my guests, I already knew. Um, there was one guest that I didn't know, but I admired her work and that was, um, Lucy Tierra and I had never talked to her before in my life. I didn't Mm. even know what she looked like. Um, and I brought her on and I actually ended up being one of my, one of my favorite conversations from season one. Um, cause I just wasn't expecting it. Mm. And I was like, Oh my God, like what if she's not a good conversationalist? Like, like I said, you know, and, um, but, but now, so like to answer your question, like with the guests that I do want to reach out to, like it goes back to making sure that I shake everybody's hand and making sure that I get a connection out of them. Mm. Um, so one of the guests that I have now, or that I'm planning to have, they know someone that they've talked to me about, or that they've at least mentioned before in just casual conversation. And like I said, I have my little mm. notebook with me, write that down <laughs> and make sure to bring that up later. Um, uh, Cause it's like this, um, this guy that like, like has a hot take on like the U S food industry mm. and um, he, how he basically like everything he eats, like is like he grows on his like, God knows how many oh, acre wow. farm. Yeah. Because and he has a story as to why he does that now. And um and so like I don't know him, but my friend knows him. And so that's like the connection okay. that I was telling you that's super, super important to make. Like yeah. I recently went to um a gala, a business gala that I was invited to by the owner of the podcast studio where I, I do it at. And um and I make sure like I I and I actually interviewed him and he's such a chill guy. Like shout out to KG because he's done so much as well. Like um and and like at that gala like you know when I was saying you know hi thank you for inviting me you always want to be grateful um I'm like okay so who do I need to meet who do I need to shake hands with and mm-hmm. and he gets like he also understands because he comes from that same grind um he's at a different level definitely way higher but he's been through the trenches yeah. and, and stuff like that so that's kind of how like the mentality that I have is just making sure that like you're shaking everybody's hands and really putting yourself out there in those events if you can uh be on the lookout for that or just like I know a lot of cities have like like um I don't want to say clubs but like community like meetings like like the city mm-hmm. of Dallas has like a small business owner like grants like meetings like educational talks so just like there's a lot out there you just got to look for it and and find it and see what benefits you and when you're at those meetings or or events or whatever um shake some more hands meet more people introduce them and and like you kind of find a rhythm to introduce yourself once you start doing it more and more and more and uh and so that's how kind of like the strategy that i've been using to find the guests that i want on on my podcast 
Interesting. I feel like the the one where you mentioned like the making connections, like shaking people's hands, it's so hard. At least I mean, I'm talking. I'm like thinking about my own experience because I'm also like a very shy person. Even like now, it's so hard. Like I think one of the reasons I started the podcast as well was like a selfish reason. Is like I need to get out of my out of my comfort zone. So yeah. like let me let me do that by like learning from other people as well. Right. But I remember it was I think the last week of October I went to this this event. It was also like a personal well personal development wellness event type of thing. But it was like gonna be entrepreneurs in there and that was already out of my comfort zone. So I'm like, okay, I'm in the event. But then I barely talked to nobody. Like only like a few people like came up to me and like we talked a bit. But like if you come up to me, like I'm fine. I could like have the conversation, you know. But me going to the person, like no, this is maybe next time. I'll, I'll was it the... was it your first event you said? Uh, no, it was my second event. Yeah. Well, you took the first two steps, and that's yes. what like that's how that's how it be, dude. Like I, I promise you, like I was the exact same way. I was probably worse because <laughs> I didn't go to the events alone. I was like, God forbid that I go to the mm. events alone because I'm not gonna have like a safety like a social buffer <laughs> is what my my friend yeah. called it um but no like it is like like I was saying in the beginning like it is a, is it a, it is a conscious effort yeah. and trust me like I like was the same way I still kind of am even now because like there's some galas that I'm like I should not be here <laughs> like like have that imposter like mm, syndrome so type of thing oh no but yeah just like start yeah yeah like just start like when I'm there I like like let's say if I'm like getting food like I'll make the dumbest of conversations like I'll be like oh my god like have you tried these like these are so good and then I like see si presta, and if like they continue the conversation then yeah. like it develops from there just be like so where are you from like what do you do what like what's your career like just like stuff like that because I like the number one thing people like to talk about is their selves so if you can get people to talk about their selves yeah you're gonna be you're a great good. listener to them and if you let them talk even better yeah sure. like if anything like experience and the books that I've read that have taught me it's that if you can get people to talk about themselves mm-hmm. they and you get more information out of them and you're like mm, and you just mentally take notes yeah Ooh, that's nice yeah I feel like that's that's the thing it's just is the trial and error to the practice part because yeah, yeah 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 so I gotta go to more events anybody who mm-hmm. who's in New York or Connecticut <laughs> please let me know <laughs> oh I can connect you with someone right now <laughs> oh that's awesome all right yeah see connections oh it's um asking for help type of thing exactly exactly yeah i'm like looking at a time right now (laughs) but um (laughs) this conversation went real quick and so let's move in real quick with like finances i love talking about finances and you've made it you've done collabs you've done um uh, paper paper collabs with other brands um but actual bandas so bands in spanish i mean in english so how is let's i'm like trying to see where i where i should start but let's talk first about like your money relationship and like in the beginning like how you become more conscious about it and then how has it um evolutionized evolutionized mm-hmm. evolution something something <laughs> and because with all these collabs that you had and like um getting paid and like this being your career um how has that experience and relationship been with money so <clears throat> i think i've always had a good relationship with money again okay. going back to my parents because they taught me that if you them. want something 
you gotta you gotta do something for the money (laughs) and um and but they also like I said going like again the business books have taught me this is why I was an introvert also because my book was like my head was always in books (laughs) at that age um so but I did read a lot of like not a lot but I did read um one like book that focused on finance and that was the richest man in Babylon and Mm -hmm. like if you're like dude like I read that book today and I still learn something new like I grasp a a new concept from it or like Mm -hmm. I I understand like a deeper like version of that same concept um so because of that I think it was like always like a a pretty good relationship because my parents said like if you want something you gotta work for it and that showed Mm -hmm. me to value the dollar yeah (laughs) and um so that was very like uh, uh like that made an impression as a kid so when I started um making like money like I would always have like la mania or like the habit of putting some aside um, mm. always because you just want to have like a rainy day thing so um so that was like my relationship then um and it always has been like that like the system has just also kind of like improved because now like because I am a full-time content creator I do have to watch my finances so I have a credit card that I only use for anything social media expenses mm-hmm. so like I tell people you know like be mindful of like if you're doing content like how much you're um wasting for lack of a better word like or how much you're investing in like your clothing like if I go to an, an event like I need to buy a new outfit I need to put on makeup for that mm. event like do I need to get like I don't know a new piece of equipment for the camera so all of that goes into like those expenses also should also go into what you are charging for said collab mm. because you want to make sure that you're profitable right and so and that took that was another thing that I had to learn on my own that took me a while and even now like I'm still learning and there's still things that I'm like oh didn't think about that like the gas mm. you know like to go to such event right um or like if you buy food like that's like you know now like that I have like an LLC like Mm -hmm. it's a business like I have to be mindful of everything so I have a credit card just for expenses um anything social media and um and this is just like you know down the line when like you're actually like making money where like you have enough to open like a new card and a bank account but back then like I would always have like my folders and and even now I still have my folders but like let's take like let's it's so stupid when I say it out loud but it's worked it's worked for me um like let's say like I get paid like a thousand bucks for a video right Mm -hmm. so um so I would put like this is just made up numbers but like I would put 10% aside for makeup 10% 10% aside mm. for gas if I need to go somewhere um, 10% aside for equipment and, and like the percentages vary right yeah. and now I have a new folder because of like the business that I put however much percentage aside for taxes mm. now I have to report that right so that's kind of been like my take and how I organize my fa- finances like if I know like I have like a like a <clears throat> like a what's it called like a content creation trip coming up like in Mm -hmm. in three months and like in three months I'm like "Mm, I want to have a thousand dollars for uh this trip how much do I need to raise every month until said Mm -hmm. trip or how much do I need to raise to have enough to buy for like the plane ticket or whatever the case Mm -hmm. may be do like work kind of work backwards and I'm like okay I need to make sure that you know I need to have at least three brand collabs this month or be making Mm -hmm. this much off TikTok or, or whatever the case may be or put this mon- this much money aside per month to meet that goal, so I have those uh, that a thousand dollars to spend on that trip. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm very like 
<laughs> so and noted. then like working backwards too mm-hmm. really helps yeah that's awesome yeah so that's kind of been like my thing and like I that system has not failed me so <laughs> um it has not changed since then since I was like little I, I started doing that yeah mm. then what would be because you, you mentioned you were reading books um at a young age but then or have you noticed some money beliefs that you realized that you had but then we also realized that did not serve you and if you did have like what were they and if not then like what were like those um principles that you principles or beliefs that you had about money that are, are pretty valuable or like really valuable to you yeah um i think the only like quote-unquote bad one that i would say that i had was that credit cards were bad mm. um I don't agree that this country runs on credit cards, mm. but um, I do think that you have to learn how to use them to your advantage. Um, same thing, like when you report taxes, like you have to know your tax laws to use them to your advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, so with credit cards, like I didn't grow up um, with my parents saying like, you have to have good credit. Now, now they do because I'm older, but like back then, like I didn't really know that what they were. I didn't really understand yeah. the concept of it. Um and um so that was like one thing that I kind of had to learn on on my on my own and have that discipline to like if your credit card amount is I don't know 5k do not spend more than 5k (laughs) make sure your payments are early and on time um and like it was never really a problem but it was just like those little things that I'm like okay I have to make sure that like on the 20th of each month pay my credit card and Mm. just kind of like having that like that grown-up talk with yourself or like mm. making sure you have like that grown-up checklist of like what bills do I need to pay mm. I was the only one that I wasn't really taught by my parents nor was it in any book that I read and like um but I think it's just because discipline was also like a main thing like if you just need to pay your credit card just pay your credit card you know like yeah. and make sure you have some make sure you're not overspending simple as that um, but some people like do get carried away and I feel like that's why they're getting into debt and, and all that good stuff. Um, that was, that was one. And just like to always have like, um, like a rainy day, like money. Um, mm-hmm. I think like the recommended is like six months. So if you have like rainy day money for six months, just kind of like start building that. Like if you're even like, I wish I started this earlier as a child, um, <laughs> I would have had a lot more money for that. Um, <laughs> But just like have that and just kind of basically have discipline with, with your money. Like, you know, now I understand que like hay frijoles en la casa. Like I, I now understand that. But it also takes like you going through that to better understand yeah. and, and learning that like, oh shoot, like if I buy food every day outside, like, you that know, like up. that's a lot of money that adds up. So um, those are like the main things that I've noticed, but just just have discipline. But I honestly think like, I've never had really any like real like traumatic issues with money just mm. because of like the books that I was was forced to read. <laughs> uh, but like, uh, but like I said, the credit card thing was like the only thing that I was like like iffy because I didn't know like I didn't know like the rules that like it looks bad on your credit score like if you close a credit card you know like mm. I didn't know that and and those are things that I had to find out the hard way or asking someone else like mm. I always say you know like if you want what like like if you if you want what said person wants then like go ask them how they did it you know mm. um or learn from them lesbian. Uh, yeah. so yeah <clears throat> yeah 
That's awesome. I am. It's interesting, like how you mentioned that the either had a lot of like traumatic, traumatic um experiences. That's a that's a nice thing to have. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think like, I know. I was like blessed when I like started talking to people about it. I'm like, really? Like, yo, hunt? <laughs> this is a <the> thing. <laughs> but yeah, I know it is a thing. People, people have these amazing relationships. <laughs> and, well, I think my 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 parents were the ones that lived through that traumatic thing because my then, my grandma to this day will say like money is bad, and like now I'm like, no, grandma, money is not bad. <laughs> the people are bad. <laughs> the people are bad. Yeah, I, and yeah. I think I've heard I hear that um that belief of the money money makes you evil or something like that. But in reality, it's like whoever you are as a person, like internally, and then once you have more money, you're just going to become that person even more. It's going to amplify. So if you're a bad person, you're going to become an even worse person. And if you're Koda, yeah. you're going to become more Koda. And then if you're an abundant person who likes giving, then you're going to be more giving. So yeah, it, for it's, sure. Yeah, it's a lot of crazy. I like um, that. It'll amplify. I like that. I haven't heard that one. Oh, oh we learned something new yeah. every day. I learned so much today. Yes. <laughs> um, so much, so much. And I know we're in time, so and maybe we could do another episode, and because yeah, sure. we could like deep, deep dive deeper into like topics that we mentioned before. But mm-hmm. I just want to respect your time, so I'll ask my last two questions of the podcast. Um, okay. So the first one is for this whole journey that you've done, like the starting, um, started content creation like three years ago learning how to, we didn't even learn like we didn't even talk about like dancing and like that whole process of like experiences but like learning how to dance all of that and like how how that has led you to like create content and tutorials and all of that and then brand collabs how uh, i'm like i'm like giving your answers <laughs> but um from this whole journey what have been like the like top at least for you top achievement logos that you're like like holy crap if if um if me from when i was little i i forgot more of my question was going sorry but <laughs> if when i was little like looking back that that would have never i never would have thought that would have happened there we go i never thought it would have happened yeah. like what what were those like logos achievements that you're like holy crap i can't believe this happened to me and if i hadn't started this would have never happened yeah yeah um there's definitely been a lot um that's what we like to hear well i wouldn't i, I don't want to say a lot, a lot a lot but there's some that are more like special to me personally that maybe won't be special for somebody else yeah. um <clears throat> one of them that comes to mind like in uh in the dancing theme is um being in a being invited to like durango fest and then being in a music video with one of them yeah because like mm-hmm. that was just like the most like when i sat back and was like whoa like that music video is gonna be up there forever and like that's something that i can tell like if i have kids like that's something that i can tell my kids and like um and just like sitting back and going oh my god like i listened to this like at like los sábados at 7 a.m when like my mom would wake <laughs> us up with music and i was like i was able to shake the hand of like the person who created like this genre of music mm-hmm. so that like whole thing right there with like with Montez was like a really really nostalgic experience and like really really I don't know if it, it felt like okay, something good came came out of this like this is really really cool for me because mm-hmm. um, I know like a lot of people like are not fans of the and like I mean it is what it is I've been like, listening to it this whole week I'm like um but and but it that one was just like special to me just to be able to meet like 
like alacranes, capas, like wow. montes, like that. I was like, I don't think I realized it in the moment because I was just so caught up in like making sure I got content, like <laughs> making sure that like all this like went right. But when I look back, I was like, or when I talk about it, it's when like I realized that I'm like, dang, like I did that, you know, and that was through social media. So that was really, really cool. Um, Another thing is, it's, it's going to sound kind of superficial, but just like the the opportunity to just be making money doing this like you know like in in high school when like I lived through like the blog era of like high school where everybody was like everybody on YouTube was making blogs and like yeah and like I literally lived vicariously through like so many people that were like in LA like getting like their little matcha you know and and to be able to have people saying like we want you to make vlogs is like whoa like I'm like me you know like <laughs> um so like just like just stuff that like you know like that I would like that profession that I looked up to thinking like oh my god like what am I gonna do with my, with my life like mm-hmm. it'd be super cool if I did if I could make a living out of this and now mm-hmm. like I do and that was just because of like you know the blood sweat and tears that like <laughs> went into that so it's just a very of like like pat yourself on like the back type of thing um and I think those have been um, the two. I am working on another one that is going to be like, I think I mentioned, I, I can't remember if I mentioned this in the beginning when we were talking, but um, is like, even before social media, like I've always wanted to build like a, a like a playground in my rancho mm-hmm. for the kids over there because we mm-hmm. don't even have like a little placita or a playground. We got nothing for the kids. Oh, wow. And like, I grew up there. And so, um, and my dad grew up there and then like from his generation to mine, at least that I know of, like there was never any playground. Oh. So giving back to the kids in like Mexico or like other Hispanic communities. So um, I just started like this new project for the holiday season called like Ayudando Los Angelitos where we're going to give mm-hmm. like raise funds to give to like to personally go give like to the orphanages in Mexico and the Dominican yeah. Republic. So, oh, so just awesome. like just doing stuff like that like that that this is going to be my, my first like big give back to to the community um so like those things that like really like fill my heart because it's like a, a like those three things that I mentioned like are really close to my heart so those have been yeah. like those are like my top three like social media wise <laughs> no that's awesome man and the uh, you go giving back that's really awesome too and I'm pretty sure when I have you back, you're gonna. Oh yeah, I did like ten playgrounds over here and over there, and I did so much stuff. <laughs> I'm like, so that's the plan. Oh uh, for sure, and you know, if I wish I could like go go to Mexico help, but I can't. But because I I wasn't born, I wasn't born here. Okay. But um, <laughs> but when I when I can, like, it will be awesome to like just like go and help out as well too. And then like, if I could do anything here, like like here in the U.S. and that would yeah. be some like fonts and stuff, funds. But um, yeah, that's that's another topic like we could definitely talk about next time you're back here but uh, my last question is mostly like for those who are listening and watching and they don't believe in themselves yet and um they think in a sort of medicine but but they want to start something like they want to start a hobby they want to learn how to dance um they want to start a business they want to start creating content but again they feel like in a sort of medicine and they don't deserve it so what either advice, pep talk, and a strategy of actionable step that they can take um, that you think help really helped you or just like in general? Mm-hmm. What would you tell them? Mm-hmm. I, 
I see where the title of this podcast comes in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, wow, that's he's putting that kind of pressure on me. <laughs> let me let me think about that because I do want to give an insightful answer because like I was definitely there, like I mentioned, you know, before. But I think just <clears throat> um, I think one of the big things there's a lot. There's a lot that could be said about this, but I think one of the things that I made sure was that I was always learning and being educated, not so much mm-hmm. in like the sense of like schooling, but like um, I think when you start learning about like, um, like let's say you want to do like makeup, like a makeup content creator, right? Mm-hmm. Once you start educating yourself about like, um, you know, all the different types of products that you can use on your face, what's healthier, what's not mm-hmm. healthy, what's tips and tricks that you can do. And when you can give back and, and portray that like information um, onto like a community or a podcast or a platform on social media, like um, you will feel internally like I, f- I feel like your heart will be full because, you know, like you're giving back and like this mm-hmm. is what you enjoy doing and people will resonate with you. Mm-hmm. So if, if you can like give back um, like that, that was kind of the mentality that I had with the tutorials that I mentioned in the beginning because I'm like, mm-hmm. I know this information is good because I've learned from like yeah. my mom and like Nistias <laughs> and, and all that and like the tips and tricks that I genuinely use and genuinely would tell people like um, this is how you learn and this is how I learn. Mm-hmm. So if you can like give value to to others that will also like help boost kind of like your self-esteem and and whatnot and, and like I said like educating yourself um, and just honestly like like I said before it's a conscious effort that you know not like if it was easy anybody could do it yeah and and my thing is like because it won't be easy because I will tell you that now make sure that you really want it make sure that this is exactly why like like make sure that this is like what your heart wants not necessarily Mm -hmm. what your ego wants you know um not just because like you you want to be like that cute aesthetic girl Mm -hmm that blah, 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 just because it's like a thing right now, you know, um, because in 10 years from now, it definitely won't. I can tell you that right now, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so just making sure that you like truly want it because that will also kind of like, like, this is going to sound so, so Gen Z, but like fuel your own delulu-ness of like mm. thinking that you, you can, and you will do it. Cause sometimes like you gotta be like a little, like crazy in the sense that you just like pour yourself into something if it's like what you really want so I think finding like a reason as to why you're doing content or why you want to do said project or go said route or start said podcast and if that's what your heart truly wants go for it and everything else like as long as you're luchando por eso and making um like like steps to also like personally grow like that's why I mentioned like a lot Mm -hmm. of books books were like my best teachers and along with experiences to to improve because like my dad will like have always said this to me like no matter what project you embark on the person that you that you were when you started it will not be the same person that you that you are at the end of it mm-hmm. so you have to make sure that you're willing to be open to change because like you know that's that will come and and not a lot of people like change like I don't like yeah. change you know <laughs> and it's just like a it's just like a growing thing so you have to make a lot of conscious efforts and like like I said educating yourself making sure that this is what you really want making a plan uh, and like you yeah your systems and just like your basics of being consistent and being someone like agradable because if you're nice to people people will be nice back 
but uh, but again you also have to be, be like on the lookout for like I'll tell you just from personal experience like people are not who they say they are so be nice but don't be taken advantage of mm-hmm. yeah balance the boundaries yeah, that balance. the boundaries yeah learn learn to set your boundaries because nowadays like we live in a doggy dog world where you know boundaries <laughs> will be crossed if you let them and that's on you Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah I think that's like my biggest thing is just educating yourself to feel like you can contribute something in whatever you want to put out there um, uh, but yeah that's that's like my take on it oh, <laughs> my short a... take on it <laughs> no that's awesome thank you thank you for the answer oof I still can't believe this conversation is done it's crazy <laughs> um but I always put... yeah it, it really did it so... flew by <laughs> It was like only 30 minutes. Like, follow me. It's only an hour and a half. Come on. <laughs> but no. Um, yeah. Who, where, if people want to go check out your dance videos, your tutorials. We, I also forgot to mention that you have a YouTube channel. So the vlogs and then like the tutorials were there too. So we forgot to talk about that. But next time for sure. But where can people find you? Where can they go check the tutorials? Uh, all, all of that, your content. Yeah. So I'm on um, YouTube as... Paloma de Arribas. There you will find pretty much everything. You will find mm-hmm. like my vertical form content on YouTube Shorts, my tutorials, uh, vlogs, more to come this December because I'll be going to Mexico. Um, and then you'll also find my podcast on YouTube because it is mm-hmm. attached to to my channel. Yeah. Um, but if you want to follow me on TikTok um, or Instagram, it's um, at paloma.diaz.rivas. Okay. And that's across all content. Um, we won't touch on Facebook. Oh, <laughs> you gonna... Okay, I was, I was <laughs> uh, We won't talk about Facebook because that was hacked, but we can get that into like get into that into the next next episode. next, next episode. <laughs> Instagram, next, next episode. Uh, but yeah, TikTok and Instagram, uh, like I said, uh, and and YouTube is awesome so yeah and i'll leave the links below as well for all of that so it's easier and people go like real quick after this episode to go follow you and start learning how to dance because christmas is coming up at least hopefully by the time this video um is out christmas is not there yet but over <laughs> it's not over yeah i mean you still have new years too so it's definitely gonna be out by that by that time so yeah thank Back. you so much um oh still be part. i cut off a bit i was like frozen a bit or like <laughs> There we go. No. <laughs> there we go. I think it's back up. Yeah, it's like froze a bit. Um, but yeah, thank you again, Paloma. Again, thank you, <laughs> thank you, Paloma, for um being here for having this awesome conversation. Even though it was so short, like it's crazy. You only gave me like ten minutes, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, that was definitely my decision. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. And um, but yeah, thank you so much. It's been an honor. And for those who are listening on Spotify, don't forget to leave a review. Um leave a review uh what's the the box thingy like give your comments on that because i read them so check that out check out um, paloma's podcast go review there too and um leave um the lisa to her episodes and then leave what, what you enjoy about the episode as well and then if you're watching this on youtube go follow paloma as well and then go follow mine too and um subscribe comment like share all of that because that supports the podcast supports paloma's podcast too as well so if you want to see them grow And yeah, thank you so much, everybody. Thank you, Paloma. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye.